0: Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me are my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Yellow. Jehu. Tally Ho. (laughs) Today, we're going to be talking about rom-coms
1: don't you undersell it here
0: i don't even know like the best intro i can give them. this
1: is this is a man's guide to rom-com oh that's a fair point this manly man this guide is a good
2: rom-com there is so i mean I there is so much fear from doing man rom-com well yeah you know well, 100%, we'll, we'll get to that. Well, that i think this could
3: be useful for like if you want to watch a, a romantic comedy with a girl who enjoys it but not get a terrible one we can recommend it <laughs> yeah. i don't i don't know that this will be useful for that <laughs> no <laughs> Uh,
1: I, I I mostly feel like we need to infuse as much testosterone as possible, right. at least into the title of this episode, to make it seem like <laughs>
3: the lack of it going forward. Yeah, yeah
1: absolutely, <laughs> to, to to compensate. Right. Uh, I just want to to acknowledge as as Hurt pointed out, he has followed through on a visual gag from uh, from the time that we announced this. He is wearing his Macho Man Randy Savage T-shirt.
2: I am. I am. I'm I'm fully committed to visual ads on an audio podcast. <laughs> Down. I'm here for <laughs> it's it. It's fantastic.
1: So uh, the the first. Thing I kind of wanted to get into here. Just what does rom-com stand for, Joseph? What does it stands for? Romantic comedy, which seems like two things that should go together because
0: romance and comedy. You know what? You know what has not been funny most of my life. My romantic relationships.
1: Well, but I think that's why it's funny because it's, it's it's a it's a situation that's often awkward and difficult.
0: Oh, it's and funny watching other people be miserable. Correct.
1: I, exactly. You. It's yeah. identifiable yeah. and enjoyable. See,
2: I think all of my romantic intera- uh, interactions are funny two years later. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's, that's fair. fair. Time yeah. heals all
3: wounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so After is the best medicine. <laughs>
1: It, it, uh, it seems like a great genre, but it's, it's one of those things that I think has really gotten beat down by its own tropes over time. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, it's much maligned, probably deservingly so in some cases. And then other cases, like, I mean, like you're talking about, the tropes are very heavy. Uh-huh. I also think the tropes are in cycles. Like, sure. there's, <laughs> there's a group of movies, and it almost goes by, like, decade, where they all feel the same. Right. The 90s? Let's call it the Tom Hanks Meg Ryan. Sure, the two thousands. Let's just call it Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew McConaughey. Even if they're not in, even if those people aren't in those movies, all the other movies feel like those movies.
1: Remember when Katherine Heigl was a thing
0: for like two (laughs) thousand seven to two thousand and ten?
2: I I almost feel bad for her. I I know she seems like she might be sort of awful, but I mean, she (laughs) really she's really she really did destroy (laughs) her career with like. Two bad interviews. Yeah, you hundred know? no, percent. And
1: one of them, she's writing. right in. Right, <laughs> it's just poor timing. Definitely, definitely, I feel like the 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 biggest problem for me with these movies the same problem that I have with a lot of horror movies and, and other. Genres that are traditionally lazy, whereas it's just it's just important to hit the beats that you yeah, know you're it supposed relies to hit. On beats. Right? They're and, light.
3: It, They're all light movies.
1: Right. You know. But you can. Uh, to me, you can still make a good story with with those beats without like being the exact same successful woman who just doesn't have time for a relationship or to calm down and her saucy female friend and her sassy gay friend and or. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who gets forced into an uncomfortable situation with a lazy guy who can't get his shit together. And, uh, you know, hijinks occur, and then they both learn things about themselves and fall in love. That's every fucking Audi well, I, movie. Well, and, you, <laughs> yeah. and
2: you said there's, like, cycles to them. Like Yeah. There, there, you, there used to be the cycle, there would be the... The first act boyfriend who's kind of successful and stuff like that, but he cheats on her, humiliates with her, yep. and she goes on some journey where she meets a free spirit guy.
0: She, she gets travels her in to like with her, her free spirit. She goes to like Ireland it, and meets like a tour guide, and then that is her free spirit guide.
2: And the thing is, I mean, you know, these aren't really better or worse than, like, the male tropes of movies. They're just their lowest yep. common layers. They're their tits and punches. That's just yep. their, that's their formula. <laughs> you know what punches. I mean? They all stick into a basic formula. You know, um... Uh, tits and dragons. But right, tits and dragons. <laughs> but uh, right now, it seems like the big trope in them is something happened and the world's different. I got hit on the head, and now I think I'm beautiful. Oh, that is very. Common I got right hit now. by a car, and now I think I'm that the living world is... in a rom com. Right, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's a, uh, it's, it's. I feel like we're saying all this and we're shitting on it. It's absolutely true for a lot of genres. Definitely it relies on beats. Yeah, and I it, think. You know, horror is a good example because there is a lot of horror. Well, I mean,
1: February and October are just filled with people who are just throwing shit at the wall to right. make money. Jason Bloom,
0: Blum, or however you
1: say I mean, name. that dude has made good fucking movies. He's yeah. made better, more better, good fucking movies than a lot of people. But. So
0: the, the point there being, though, is... There are, like, exceptions. Right. And absolutely. There, there are good ones that we should seek out. And there's
1: there's absolutely, like, the, the reason they've been so successful and they've they've lasted for so long, even though they kind of died out in the last couple of years, they're having a bit
0: of a resurgence. Well, you know, I, I just wanted to put on that real fast. I think the one thing that rom-coms have done really well is maximize streaming. Sure. Whereas other yeah. genres don't work, rom-coms are perfect for streaming. Yeah.
2: And also, you can't... You can't make Avengers Endgame for streaming. Right? Yeah. You can totally make four weddings
0: and a funeral for streaming. 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's you know. it's affordable. Right. And there's no need to go to a theater and see these films on right. a big screen. Like we are going to get to the age where the only things you see in movie theaters are animated movies, horror movies and like, action summer movies. Yeah. That's it. I mean, Tempable. the
2: movie theater industry wants to take no responsibility for their problems and blame everything on streaming, and I think that's bullshit in most cases. But with rom-coms, it's absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Streaming is killing. it. It definitely rom- goes with God. Netflix
3: because, you know, Netflix and chill, you know? Yeah. Like, Ro- Romani comedies are, like, kind of one I, of the I, markets. I mean, That's what people are looking for with that in Netflix, I think. A know, lot of that. Yeah,
2: totally. You know, Netflix has became a, a, you know, a trope of getting it on. Yeah. So, you know, what better way to do that than with a getting
0: it on movie? Well, we, you know, we'll get to our list here in a few minutes, but two of, two of the ones that Netflix has put out recently are on my list. Like, I think Netflix has put out good romantic comedies here in the last couple of years
1: but yeah so the the, the reason i felt like one i just thought it would be funny for four guys to sit around and talk about their favorite rom-coms uh, but i also feel like i'm not sure
0: the internet's gonna find it funny
1: but yeah well that's fine they don't the, <laughs> the internet doesn't actually fucking listen to us but i also feel like it, it is a, a genre that's a little bit over maligned there is obviously some kind of like essential thread there that you know people are attached to yep that has led to its success for you know literally just decades. So we're going to hit on on the good examples of the genre that that uh, will put the shitty Matthew McConaughey stuff to shame.
0: This reminds me of our anime episode. It is
1: very much like our anime episode, which you should go back and listen to. I think that was when we were better or worse than Transformers.
0: It was, yeah.
1: So we're just gonna we're just gonna round robin this shit. Anybody want to start?
0: I'll start. Uh, crazy rich Asians. You just talked about this. This is
1: the, the impetus for this podcast.
0: I I recently just watched, uh, it's very good. I will say this. And one thing I think we're going to struggle with as we name off some Mm. of these movies and start discussing is what are the rules of a rom-com? Right. Sure. Because while the like central plot to this movie is a romance, it's a established romance. That doesn't really have threat of being torn apart. I mean, it kind of does, but it, the real plot of the movie is this young woman feeling pressured to impress her boyfriend's family. Mm. And so, I, I, you know, it's it's very funny. The cast is great, but is it? It's it's not really. And maybe this is how it kind of defies the tropes. It's not really about guy meets girl. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just they're already established, and how do I make this relationship work with? you know, my family, yeah. which is a real part of relationships. And I mean,
1: that's, that's not certainly not the only movie that yeah, is, is sure. about, yep. you know, family dynamics in a relationship oh, kind
0: no, of thing. Oh, yeah, 100% of my, and I said this on the podcast, it's like my big fat Greek wedding 15 right. years later.
1: Right, right. But that's, is that one also on Netflix already, or is that not? Uh, no.
0: It's on HBO right okay. now. Directed by John Woo? Not John Woo. Uh, Every John, Henry or Woo, Woo or something. John Chu. John Chu. Yeah, yeah. There were no doves. Yeah, there yeah. were no doves. Actually, I have no, no clue. <laughs> no, I don't remember that, there so. being doves, but yeah, I think John Chu. <laughs> but good. It's better than Transformers. I recommend it.
1: I'm hoping that all the ones that we, we talk about are better than
3: Transformers, but... <laughs> we'll see how the list goes. I, I brought back an old one, but a good one. I love ten, it. Ten things I hate about you. I like ten things I hate. It's you. a classic. Heath Ledger. It's on my was,
0: list too. I, one of the
2: ones on my list. I was going to ask if you know if we're going to put a differentiation between a teen movie and a. And I
1: do, movie. and I want to be careful about this because this one. I think that's a subgenre. This one toes the line hard because a lot of high school ones have a romance subplot and it's important to like a high school comedy. This one is very specifically about the romance yep. in the I, high school one so I, I'm giving it a
2: pass. I think this one, I think this one gets uh, gets over because Heath Ledger's hair was so sexy. <laughs> it
1: was incredibly sexy. Well, it's
2: based on a play. Which,
1: uh, Taming of the Shrew. Taming of the Shrew, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: That was also a thing in the 90s. You adapted a classic Shakespeare or novel or With something With teenagers. Like that. And that's With what, teenagers. and all the
3: up and coming actors did right. one, like Leonardo, you know, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. did one. Yeah. Gwyneth um, like, uh, Paltrow.
2: Uh, she's the one, was one. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember yeah. what it was at. But this is uh, Julie
3: Styles and Heath Ledger. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh yeah. My God, I forgot about you. Uh, he's really young. Yeah. Really <laughs> Everybody's really young. And then young. who's that girl? Who's Julie Styles' sister? Julie Styles' sister. Gosh. I can see her in my face. Yeah, man. she's been in stuff, but not super famous. But um, um, it's, it's, Heath Ledger's great in it. And so it's what, one what of his what's this movie girls.
1: about? We, we should talk about what these movies are about. What's this movie about?
3: It's about 10 things he um, Yeah, about two outsiders kind of falling for each other in high school. Heath Ledger's playing like a, I don't he's even a know bad what boy, call him. yeah, like a bad boy kind of drifter kind of guy. Yeah, I just I was, said always, sexy hair. I, yeah, I've always kind of been confused if he actually
0: was a student at that school <laughs> 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 or he yeah. just hangs out there. Yeah, like or do you just, like
3: smoke cigarettes yeah. in the
0: parking lot? Um, you see, every scene with him is like in the football field
3: stadium, and he's just like hanging out up the top. And I don't know.
0: Keep going. Sorry.
3: Yeah. Um, God help me, guys. Uh, they both have. Uh, the, Julian Styles is an al- outsider kid and. She has a popular sister, and kind of about how the two get together. But yeah,
0: isn't Heath Ledger's like kind of hitching Joseph Gordon-Levitt a little bit? And, mm, definitely. Uh, yeah. Um, along the way,
3: like you know, he's oh, also they, trying to impress. Can't they only date if I think the the, the like Julia Styles' sister can only go on dates with this Joseph Gordon-Levitt if their sister goes on another date? Yeah, so that's what yeah, it yeah, is. So like yeah, yeah. they double oh, yeah, date. That's the plot of it. It's, yeah, yeah it's sure. a force. Do- <laughs> basically, it's a forced double date, yeah. and then Julia Styles and Heath Ledger end up falling in love. And it's very good. I do I do agree that teen movies are not rom coms. Right. I just think this is a
0: rom com about teenagers. Right. Yeah. Uh, most teenage teen movies are vulgar and over the American Pie is not a rom com. Right. right. Super, I, I, super yeah, bad Superbad is not a rom com because that, that was what I was thinking about. Yeah, but now that's not it's bad.
2: not one of the ones. I'm on glad, I'm glad we all insane. figured this out independently. <laughs> 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 we all were like, "Is that a rom com?"
0: <laughs> yeah. That's good. We texted about certain things, but not this one. No, it's yeah. funny we did think about. It. Well, you know, it's funny we texted about a, a specific
2: movie, and in my preamble earlier, I changed my own answer. Okay, I'm gonna go with forgetting Sarah Marshall is a rom com. I think that's fine because oh, it's yeah. exactly that plot I talked about of you know, humiliated, exotic location, free spirit. It's just gender roles. And the reason I, in our texting, said that it doesn't count is I said... Anything with tits isn't a rom com. Mm -hmm. But there's way more dick in this than there is tits. There's
0: a lot of dick. I'm
1: not sure that really compensates for it, (laughs) but I like that rule. It's it's, it's probably pretty accurate. But no, I definitely think forgetting Sarah Marshall counts.
2: And I mean, it's really one of the funniest movies ever. It's very, very funny. Bill Hader's
1: so good in this movie. Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah, I can remember watching this. All by myself when I was living the life like screening it. Yeah, yeah. And I just a lot
0: of Jason Siegel's dick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I think I've seen it so many times now that I can't even appreciate how hard it made me laugh the first time I saw it. It's hilarious.
2: There's almost not a funny scene on screen for this. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
1: It's really great. And yeah, as as Hurt noted, the plot of this movie is uh, Jason Siegel
0: gets dumped.
1: Oh, yeah, very uh, awkwardly dumped at the very (laughs) beginning of the movie. A lot of
0: dick in that scene.
1: Certainly. uh, And and kind of just loses his whole perspective on life and goes to Hawaii for, well, I think it was supposed to be a a trip that they were supposed to take together.
0: Uh, She had always talked about it. Oh, she'd
1: always talked, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, just to get away but ends up being there at the same time as... Her and her new uh, and Got, her new boy, Chris, Kristen,
0: Russell, Kristen Russell
3: Brand. Kristen Bell is so fucking she, good. She in is yeah. so good at this movie. I, I remember Russell Brand like Dude, that's, they, he's my favorite of that movie. Russell
2: Brand's someone that there's been a backlash on, so yeah. it's hard to view yep. how, but he is so fucking funny in this yep. movie. Yep. Yeah, yeah,
0: people hate him now, but yeah. he was funny. That, that scene when the four of them are having dinner. And just, like, Russell Brand and Jason Segel are, like, having a good time, going back and forth. That's a great yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, when they're talking about the horror movie with the mobile phone and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, that shit kills me. <laughs> that's, that's really yeah. good. And Paul Rudd is fucking great as yeah. the fucking uh, the surf, surf
1: guy. Track. I to
0: wearing a watch. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, no, I got one on my cell phone. So.
1: I still <laughs> just remember uh, <laughs> Carlos would always like just wander around the theater and go, oh, the weather outside is <laughs> weather. Carlos <laughs> stole that from me. That was my, that, that my stuff. How many people steal your bits, Hurt? It's, it happens to you a lot. I'm infectious. You are.
2: Like a disease.
0: <laughs> you got one, Joseph? I do. It's,
1: it's also a uh, fairly recent one that I really like. Uh, Crazy Stupid Love.
0: Gosh, guys, we all of my all of these are yeah, on my list. I'm fine. gonna run out of movies. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: fine. I, I have some backups in case we run out of things. Um, Crazy Stupid Love's got Ryan Gosling, Steve Carell, uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone uh, yeah. Is it Julianne Moore?
0: That sounds right. Yep. Yeah.
1: And uh, and Kevin Bacon's in it briefly. Yeah. Uh, it follows like several different independent love stories of, of you know uh, Steve Carell is a, a, a man whose wife cheated on him and they're separated now. Uh, Emma Stone is just trying to find a guy and is having difficulty, and she meets Ryan Gosling, who's this like yeah, intimidating, you know, cool guy. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, another subplot that we forget about where it's like the babysitter has a crush on Steve Carell, and it's fucking creepy as fuck. Do not like that part in <laughs> retrospect, but it, it's it's got a it's got a same kind of thing. It's got a Ryan Gosling hitching up uh, Steve Carell, Steve Carell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, te- teaching him how to date, teaching him how to yeah. how to uh, act cool, yeah, act cool in bed, women.
0: Obviously, the twist. Oh, this and Marissa Tomei's
1: in this. Yeah, she, she's yeah. The
0: fucking um, uh, the twist in this movie is that Emma Stone is Steve Carell's daughter, and that's a great twist. Yeah, which is good. for a
1: movie that you know, for a movie and a genre that's not doesn't traditionally have a lot of twists. Yeah, it it's it's a great performance like a great performance is mixed with, you know, all the I think all the sequences are funny, the the individual the scene where Ryan Gosling's like lecturing Steve Carell in a towel with his his foot up yeah, yeah. be like, you know, is 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 this bothering you? You're like no, it's not bothering it should be bothering you. my my schlongs in your face. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, it's 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 really it's it's funny movie. it's it's funny it's clever and it, and it and it like it is affecting like it's it's, yeah. it's heart you know pulls at your heartstrings. You I think I remember it
0: being more heartfelt than yeah. it is, but it is really funny at the same time. And and one
1: of the th- one of the things I really like about it is uh, specifically Steve Carell's character, who's kind of the main character is not always the most likable character. Like, sometimes he'll just do things and be a dick about it, and he's, like, the dick in that scene, and that's fine. You, you overcome his faults, but he doesn't hide them either. They're not, like, justifiable, but he's just a person. and I, I think that makes the movie... More real.
0: Steve Carell's really great at doing that. He is. I mean, that's most of his career. Sure,
2: that's definitely true.
0: Him being a shitty person and you liking him in spite of it. Yeah.
2: But, uh, I just watched Burt Wonderstone the other day. Off
3: topic. <laughs> Why did that movie get made?
2: <laughs> I was I was hoping you'd say you know it's better than
1: people thought it was. <laughs> no. The I, magician, know, I think, the magician one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about I think, that. Movie. I think um I think actually I think it would be a good movie if it would have been played by David Spade. If David yeah, Spade. Yeah, da, I can see that. The, like. Uh, Steve Carell didn't pull it off. Jim Carrey was fine, but Steve Carell didn't land it. Yeah,
3: That's a good cast. That should have been better. It should have yeah. been so much
2: better.
3: Ian, <laughs> yeah. you, you got another one for us? Anybody? The two well, I was thinking of, um, Robin. and we already talked about some of these people, is Catherine Heigl. Yep. I like Knocked Up.
1: See, and that's that's one of those ones. We, we, we also wanted to separate ones that are, are kind of more male-centric versus female-centric. I don't think Knocked Up ages that well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I so, like, but the one I was also going to say is I like the sequel, This is 40 even more. Sure. With Paul Rudd and who's his. Who's his um, oh, like, I like her a lot. Jude Epitid's real, real like. Yeah, life. yeah. Oh, wait, wait. wait. Leslie Mann, yes, Man. yeah, 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 um, that's a really good movie. It didn't yeah. get a lot of play, but it was like yeah. no, it wasn't even really publicized as Knocked Up and, sequel. But Paul that, Rudd is so fucking likable in that movie. That's Paul Rudd like like is so fucking likable in everything. It's not a getting
2: together movie, but yeah. it is a romantic comedy. But yeah. there's
3: there's like a scene where like Paul Rudd just wants to sit on the toilet and be on his smartphone and mm. just get away from it all, <laughs> and like it's what and it's like so real, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's like so funny. But um, Knocked Up is more like stoner comedy at yeah. parts. But this is '40s definitely romantic comedy, but I like I like both of them. I don't know if it maybe doesn't. I haven't seen that movie in a long.
1: Actually. Sure, yeah. Well, no. Well, it, it's funny because we talked about it. We referenced it earlier in this podcast. One of the things that that tanked Katherine Heigl's career is when she was in an interview and talked about how. And it wasn't even like she wasn't super it. She just made said you know maybe Knocked Up is kind of a little sexist. It just portrays women as like shrill and having yeah. you know don't they don't want fun. They don't like all that kind of stuff. Which it totally does. (laughs) It's not, like, again, it's not a movie I don't think that ages particularly well, but Judd Judd Apatow and Seth Rogen fucking took her down. I just,
2: it's funny because she took that as sexist. I took this movie as a specific attack on me. When when Leslie Mann tracks him down and he's doing fantasy, (laughs) that feels like... That feels so much yep. like it was like there was a stretch in the mid mid 'Audis where they were just making movies that were like Jay who's an asshole Jay who's an asshole <laughs> I was sick
3: of it That's something <laughs> that that's, that's the part I even like more like the parts like that yeah. like the and then like there, when there they go are, to there are great jokes when they that, go to Vegas and yeah. eat mushrooms Yeah, like that's that's yeah. even the funnier part parts. That, than that character's character's being <laughs> very droll <laughs> like, that's, that line kills. <laughs> you
1: know, I, I love the I love the the fantasy baseball draft when they're out and arguing. Yeah. I went to a, a theater and saw Spider Man three myself i want to see spider-man 3 <laughs> <You're right>.
3: too
1: <laughs> oh okay it's 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 so okay
3: it's yeah a- you're right that joke where he's like i got sammy Sosa or whoever he got to <laughs> yeah. his wife and his <laughs>
0: <laughs> still i think it's hard to say a rom-com yeah with any movie where people do shrooms in vegas yeah no yes yeah, but it's a, it's a mix it is it's, in 2008 i laughed a shit ton I agree that yeah. movie I'm going to go one of our Netflix ones, Always Be My Maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah. I also recently watched. This is most definitely a rom-com. The plot of this film is that they grew up neighbors, uh, starring Ali Wong and (laughs) Randall Park Park. and uh, and Keanu Reeves. And uh, they grew up neighbors. They were best friends. His mom dies. And uh, in, like, his dealing with the grief, They, like, hook up. Like, they lose their virginity together. And that completely ruins their friendship. Which, if you've ever had sex with a friend. Absolutely true. (laughs) Uh, Then, like, years later, they meet back up. She's, like, a famous celebrity chef. And he... Uh, works for his dad and smokes a lot of pot and they end up getting back together and there's some hijinks in the middle like her dating Keanu Reeves but this movie is very funny it's very good and it really like falls in the back of the two leads those leads are great together you know what's
2: funny me and Sarah watched a clip from this Keanu Reeves clip and we didn't I didn't realize till you just were talking about it that it was in a movie I thought oh this is some sketch comedy show yeah. we don't know
0: about it I don't recognize this guy like... from
2: Saturday Night Live but yeah. it felt like a sketch it was yep. really funny though
0: yeah, it's, that Keanu bit is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. It's very, like, kind of almost self-aware of Keanu, what the internet thinks of right. Keanu reads. I think
1: it's very much like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But I, I, I really recommend it. It's very good. And again, a great example of how, you know, this stuff is really made for streaming services. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, well, I'm going to go for another one that's fairly traditional, uh, which is, I think, the only one that's on my list that literally hits every single one of the beats that I made fun of at the very beginning, but is carried off because the leads are really good, and the supporting cast is really good. Uh, the Proposal, with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds. Which, I don't really
0: like this movie that much. Ugh. I quite that, like it. That's one of those Matthew McConaughey diamonds. Disagree. <laughs> I do think it's <laughs> the best version of that
1: movie. Yeah, no, that's, that's kind of yeah. what I feel like. It, it is every trope that rom-com Get made fun of, but Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock, I feel like, are fully committing to it. I like uh, Craig T. Nelson and uh, what's his?
3: Is it Oscar from The Office, the stripper? I don't, I do not I'm don't pretty know. sure she's his assistant, right? Or he's the yeah, 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 he's, yeah, he's yeah. like some subordinate, and he's like for forced to propose or something. Correct, yeah, he's yeah, supposed. Yeah. To,
1: they're supposed to pretend
3: she's gonna get her visa revoked, right? She's, she's Canadian. Canadian. That was like before Ryan Reynolds was a thing thing. Yeah. No, he, he was kind of a thing thing. He well, was yeah, like, yeah, it was like actually kind of Van Wilder.
0: Yeah. Of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So this is like after yeah. X-Men
3: Origins Wolverine. And Green Lantern. And Green Lantern. <laughs> what?
2: I think it's before Green Lantern.
0: Yeah, you're
3: yeah. right.
1: Anyway, I'm standing by this movie. I think it is, It is it, as much as this genre gets made fun of for his tropes, I think this is a high-level execution of a trophy version
2: of this movie. All
3: right. I yeah. got two. I got for a holiday one, we've talked about it before, Love Actually. Love Actually is great. I watch Manic. it every year. I, I
2: I don't think anyone dislikes that movie. It's the best
3: like, it's yeah. my favorite holiday movie, yeah. probably. Um we thought and then um for Julie Roberts, we should mention Julie Roberts movie. She's the queen. Yeah, it seems like she
1: should be in one uh, of these.
3: Notting Hill is my favorite one. Uh Hugh, she's basically playing herself, so she's really good. Um Hugh Grant is like some small book owner in London. Julie Roberts, a famous actress, comes in there. And I really like uh, Lizard from Amazing Spider Man, who's Hugh Grant's roommate and is the Ricey Reese, yeah. Yes, and he's great in it and um Alec, whoever Who plays Donald Trump? Alec Baldwin? Yeah. He comes in as like Julie Roberts' asshole boyfriend, who's, so he's basically playing himself. Right. And um, yeah, I remember, that's one I've seen like a bunch.
2: The, speaking of Julie Roberts, did you read that thing recently where she said that the original ending to Pretty Woman was dark? Yes. yes. It was like her getting thrown out in an alley and shit yes. like that. Really? Which, you know, I mean, that's a thing that happened with a lot of 80s movies. If you read a lot... All of those scripts for, like, big movies you love started
3: as a completely different fucking script. Yeah. But, uh, but I
2: think that's kind of funny. that.
3: God, if that would have went that way. It yeah, would've... no, it's supposed to be you her... Never, get... That's the start of it. We never never would have had a romantic And I think it's yeah. supposed to be <laughs> her <laughs> getting, getting kicked
1: out of, like, a limo into the rain and, like, the money being thrown at right, her out yeah. the window. It's, like, that was, yeah. was going to yeah. be the ending of one of the most that's beloved
0: romans of all 80s. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to go one um, that... I just have a fondness for it. My mom watched it a ton when I was growing up. I've seen it many a time. Bridget Jones's Diary. All right. That was going
2: to be one of mine.
0: It's a yeah. classic. I really like that movie. It I think the sequels are pretty good yeah. to it. Um, Hugh Grant also, right? Hugh Grant. Hugh
1: Grant. Yeah. This, is, Colin this, is, Firth. This, is, this is his wheelhouse. <laughs> this is where he lives. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> British rom-com. He's not even that attractive. No. How did he get into romantic comedies? You're,
2: here's why I like this movie you know <laughs> representation is important yep and usually in the in these movies I'm irredeemable mm-hmm. but uh... Hugh Grant is pretty likable in this movie. You know, I mean, like he does some uh, some bad things, but he's still pretty charming. So, yeah.
0: One of my favorite things is the way, like, the way Renee Zellweger prepped for this role was eating a box of Krispy Kreme donuts every single day, (laughs) which is the best method acting I've ever. (laughs) But no, I like this movie. It's fun.
2: Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a really funny movie.
0: Kate and I watched all three of them like six months ago. Like we just powered just did a Bridget Jones Day. That's awesome. I have no. Problem. I don't know that
2: I've ever watched either of the sequels, but I but I like the first one a lot. The third one, she has a baby.
1: I'm yeah. I'm just amazed that you can do that much Krispy Kreme on a on a personal note. When I don't know if you guys remember when the Krispy Kreme was cro- closed in this town for like I don't know. It wasn't even like a whole year, but it felt like forever. Yeah. Uh, But then when they reopened, it was like a fucking thing. And everyone just went to Krispy Kreme every day. And I had like two dozen donuts for like a whole week. And then I didn't have Krispy Kreme again for like seven years. I believe
2: that. <laughs> it it's funny, the, the closing and reopening of, of uh, Krispy Kreme was such a big deal in my life that I wrote a fucking song about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even shitting Because I was so disappointed. Because if you guys remember the old Krispy Kreme, it was so cool looking. It yeah. had that counter that went around and you go in, you could drink milk with homeless people and shit like that. And then they opened it up, and it was just a shitty Starbucks-looking place. Yeah, crushed me. Anyways, <laughs> way off topic.
0: Joseph, you got another one? I uh, think. Oh, I mean, it's technically Hurt's turn, but that's. Oh uh. uh,
2: no, I, it can it can be my turn. Well, I was gonna go with a uh, uh, Bridget Jones Diary, but I'll, I'll go with my my next uh, Clueless. Clues is that's fine. one that's like that's a it's, fun one. It's, it's a coming. teen movie. Also, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is kind of like the stealth king of these things. Yeah. I think <laughs> the like ones he's, he's
0: in are good. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: He's he's never like as remember as like Matthew McConaughey and yeah. stuff like that. I think all he, the ones that he's in are, are good.
1: Yeah, I think he never comes off as like cheesy or schmaltzy or anything. Yeah. Uh, he just comes off as affable, Paul Rudd, because that's what he fucking yep. is. Yeah.
2: But yeah, yeah, it was. It kind of came along when the teen movie had kind of died out. The teen movie was a really '80s thing. It's it's weird because it's a '90s movie, but it has a real '80s feel to it. And uh, you know the way they dress and stuff like that. But uh, that's a good movie. But yeah, it's a it's a fun, funny movie. A uh, good soundtrack. Yeah. Um, Alicia Silverstone and Brittany Murphy. Yep. First time uh, Radiohead got mentioned in a movie that I know of. Uh, oh yeah, Brittany Murphy is really great in this
3: too. Yeah, she uh, is. Yeah, that's, that's and the guy from uh, Scrubs. Yeah, Donald. Phase. Yeah yeah, right. yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
2: I hear that his girlfriend, Stacey Dash, she still basically looks the same. I hear yeah. she's an asshole now. Yeah, yeah, I think she's that. on like The View or something. Yeah. Mm. She's like,
3: <laughs> Is she really? Yeah, like one that's of the a weird job to. for Stacey Dash. <laughs> Not <laughs> The View, but one of those like talk to yeah. every day. Yeah, huh. I, that,
0: I think that I was going say, like what films. about Mean Girls? I don't think I mean, it's a rom-com. I don't
2: know if that's a rom-com, but if we want to talk about how much I fucking love Mean Girls. It's a great fucking movie. Yeah, I don't know. That
3: was one of the ones that was on the do.
1: We should do a high school movie at some point. Which one you got I got. I just have two kind of unconventional ones that I think I'm the only one who's seen. They are not kind of the traditional tropes, but they are romantic comedies, kind of the modern takes on them. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani's "The Big Sick," which I've just seen came out. The Big Sick. Uh, which I is, didn't
0: know if I counted it as a rom.
1: It's it's close, right? Because it it's it's.
0: See the reason, and hear me out. First, it, yeah, it's the family drama movie because she's not in it. Correct. She's in a coma the whole. Correct. Time. Did Aptow direct this or just produce it? I think he produced, produced it. I don't think yeah. he directed it. Is it it's... Amazon, like, Amazon movie. Yeah, another Amazon movie.
1: Yeah, and, and that, that's the other. That's that's the trouble with it. It is it is that same family dynamic. Yeah. You know, people from different backgrounds getting together and.
0: The 9 11 joke is one of the funniest things I've ever Absolutely. seen. Absolutely.
1: They should not have put it in the trailer, <laughs> but
0: it's still <laughs> yeah. fantastic.
1: I still think I still think it counts and I think it's yeah. a, a solid entry, but it's not as lighthearted or funny as some of the other ones. Weirdly, the one that I'm about to do next is more lighthearted and funny. Obvious Child with Jenny Slate, which is a movie about a girl who gets a, a one-night stand with a dude and then gets pregnant and wants to have an abortion. But also wants to tell him first, um, so it's it's also one of those things where that doesn't sound
3: like a romantic it, comedy. It doesn't, but like <laughs> it's
1: it's not it's not played like as 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 serious as you'd think it would be, um, and so it's kind of about like they start dating while she's pregnant and about to get an abortion, and it sounds terrible, but it's also very heartwarming and funny. And it, it plays into the goofy mess of how like how socially awkward and uncomfortable and like new ground that is. It's a good movie. I haven't even heard of it. I fucking I, I have a huge crush on Jenny Slate, so it's one of the reasons that I, you I sought went it for out. It. Correct. Okay. Yep. Um, but I would recommend it to most people who are not just like if the concept of abortion is reprehensible to you, then you should probably not watch this movie because it's, <laughs> it's not going to be funny right. to you.
0: Uh, I'm I have one that I think is uh, we could argue if it's a rom com or not. I love it. It's a little bit older. The wedding singer.
1: Sure. No, that's definitely. The no, wedding singers totally. Yeah, I'm that's on, by uh, the books you have yeah, definitely. Uh he,
0: Adam Sandler and what's her face? face. Uh, he, he did a bunch of them like with her. Renee's is, no, no, uh what is Drew her? Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah. Drew Barrymore. Thank you. This is the first one I think of three <laughs> if not four. They did this, they did fifty Big, first days. Uh, no, she wasn't in Big Daddy. She's Dad, not now. in Big Daddy. And they did Blended. Yep. And there may be oh, a fourth yeah. one in there that I don't remember. But I fucking love The Wedding Singer. Uh, I realize as a musician, I will peek out as wedding singer material. Right. Like, that is my pinnacle. And I just think the whole cast is great. I like the 80s settings. I like the jokes. Even they're dumb. Like when he's, uh, she's wearing the Van Halen shirt. And he's like, uh, take off my shirt. You're going to curse it and make the band break up. Yeah, Like, I get it. That's low-hanging fruit. But it's funny. <laughs> um, I like that movie a lot.
2: Being... A little older than you guys, uh, this movie drove me fucking nuts because it acted like everything that happened in the 80s happened in one year. Yeah, it does. Like, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you know, for you guys, like not experiencing the 80s yeah. as much, that probably didn't drive you nuts. It drove me fucking
0: it's nuts. It's all nostalgia. Like the guy's driving a DeLorean and mm-hmm. uh, he's a shitty broker. Right. And I can see that. Still funny. Anymore? Anybody else? Uh, uh,
2: nope. First of all, two things. I, I don't have one on my list, but I feel like somebody would have one from the genre of black guys wearing nice shirts. You know, there's at least two of those every year. You know, Tay Diggs is usually... Oh, you mean like oh. save,
3: save the Last Dance? Uh. Yeah, They all, there's
2: always... The poster always has like... You know, three black dudes, three black girls, and the black dudes always
0: have really nice button ups. I mean,
1: Tate Diggs so, is in every single one yeah, of those movies, yeah. whether he's the lead
0: or not. The okay. Best Man. Yep. Is yes. A funny movie. I like that movie. Terrence Howard. Best Man. I never saw that one. <laughs> it seemed like it lacked some of the appeal of the original. It is good. It's on one of my, uh, I mean, it wasn't like one of my top 10, but it's one of the ones I wrote down that we, we could talk about. Uh, Save the Last Dance not that really all that funny to me
3: <laughs> uh... Yeah, it is a
0: good movie though, more romance. Than, yeah, it's romance. I think heavy there's
3: enough. some like fish out of water with her hanging out with like, what's the point? Kind of right. Yeah, but I think just like make there's, her there's family just, uncomfortable. But there's and... like jokes in there. I think with yeah. it. Yeah, I I said a few
0: weeks ago I love Sweet Home Alabama. Um, I think yeah. that movie's hilarious. There was a while where she was
2: the Julia yeah, Roberts. Dope. There was like legally blonde. She was the Julia Roberts. Then then uh, Sandra Bullock <laughs> was the Julia Roberts. Yep. That sort of thing. Yep. I guess is is Amy Schumer Julia Roberts? No,
3: now? no, uh, she uh, don't give her that. No, I mean. I don't want to definitely. <laughs> I mean, she does. Ha- she had
0: that movie last year, the one where you're talking about where she woke yeah. up, and she thought she was pretty. But then Rebel Wilson had the one where she woke up and she was in a rom com. Yeah, right, yeah. The other one that I kind of wanted to talk about because I and Joseph and I started to the Princess Bride, rom com or not. I, I say, say, yeah. I, would say I, yeah. I would say I would go yeah.
1: with rom-com. I disagree. I think it is an, an, an adventure movie with a romance subplot. Have but... you
2: ever met a girl who doesn't like the princess? No, bride? absolutely not. I'm going with the rom-com yeah. just based on that. All All right. Right. I, I love uh, the, the Princess Bride. That movie's hilarious. One I was told by Sarah I have to mention. Uh, she thinks we should have Deadpool. We shouldn't be afraid of it. Deadpool's a rom-com. Steer
0: into it, but is it a good (laughs) rom-com? I think it is.
2: I think viewed as a rom-com, it's a better movie than viewed as a superhero movie.
3: Interesting. It's a hot take. A lot of low hanging fruit, like uh, Jones said. Um,
2: I also, I nobody's mentioned the granddaddy here. Nobody's mentioned when Harry met. Sal. Well, we were. I was so, kind of saving that we for saving,
1: the end yeah. oh, okay. because it is the granddaddy yeah. of them all. It's kind of. It's we were discussing. It's kind of the benchmark, and it kind of like deconstructed a lot of the tropes of the genre right. before it was cool, and then as you mentioned. Kind of became the tropes yep. of the genre. Every
0: yeah, exactly. It made fun of all the rom coms that it came before, okay. and then afterwards, every rom com just wanted to be right, him, right. when Harry something. But it was. still absolutely holds. Oh, up. It's so funny. Yeah, those a, two are great together. Those
2: are real good. It, it's hard. He's so lame now. It's hard to remember how funny Billy
0: Crystal used yeah. yes. to be. Yeah. 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 That's true. I feel like he's like we remember Billy Crystal is like less successful Jerry Seinfeld. Right. Right. But he was like a huge actor and right. was
2: really funny. City Slickers is a great fucking yeah. movie. Like, yeah. Yeah, he Not a City lot. Slickers 2. Not City
0: Slickers 2, no. <laughs> I, do have a, I, I did uh, collect a list of some other people who sent theirs to me. I'm just trying to see if there's any on here that we, we can. We get to
1: judge other people's uh, opinions? Oh,
0: God. 40-Year-Old Virgin? I don't think that's a rom-com. No, I don't think gonna you know. I mean, it is about a guy trying to get a girl. It's, it's on the fence. It's on the fence. I was I wrote that one down, too, but we, I didn't
3: bring it up. Yeah,
2: all right.
0: Pretty in Pink? Pretty in Pink. Okay, I don't, I don't think it's a rom
2: com. I don't think it, there's enough comedy in it to be a rom com. If you were going to go with a John Hughes rom com, Sixteen Candles," Sixteen Candles" the, is on the list as well. Even though the romance is like very like just from one person's viewpoint, I think it's romantic and there's a comedy.
0: Too many people get their hearts broken in "Pretty in Pink" for yeah. it to, be to count. Something about Mary. Oh, that's no. Good, uh, you don't think so?
1: I know. I think it's a, it's a rom-com. I just don't think it. it's it a good count. one. Yeah. You don't S- think that's a good movie? I do not that like it. That, that is a good movie. I do not like it. I think it's all about marriage. Yeah.
0: So this second list comes from a gentleman, Dr. Myers, if you're listening, the props, who's a little bit older than all of us, as you will be able to tell by his list of movies. Two weeks notice, you've got mail. Ugh. Jerry Maguire, when Harry <laughs> yeah. met Sally. Jerry Maguire's is a good one. Yeah, The Holiday, Pretty Woman, Moonstruck, Academy Award winning. Oh, wow, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: that's a that's a good movie. Nicholas yeah. Cage, Cage is fucking awesome. He won make. an
0: Oscar for this movie. Yeah, Cher um,
2: is The Holiday the one that has like everybody that Jack was hot at Black that time
0: and uh, that. Chick from England. He was in Titanic. Yeah, and
2: why can't I think of anyone's name?
0: He was just in Captain Marvel. Jude Law. Jude Law, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was... I think that was a good movie. I never good. seeked
2: it out again, but I think I liked it the first time I watched it.
0: While You Were Sleeping and Sleepless in Seattle. So a lot of Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Yeah, yeah. we <laughs> kind of bypassed them. Uh, yeah, most of us, we just ignored that. I don't really like... And I think they have good chemistry. I do like Sleepless in Seattle. I don't like You've Got Mail. You've Got
1: Mail is a fucked up movie.
0: Yeah, uh, but... God, man, were, was anybody making more money than Tom Hanks in the 90s? Like, No, is, is
1: anyone yeah. making more money? I, I feel like Tom Hanks is fine, you know? Oh, no, yeah, he's
0: well off. Yeah.
2: Well, it, it is just funny because I think he probably has made the transition from being funny guy to leading man more than maybe anyone ever, almost to the point that no one remembers that he used to do, like, dick and fart comedies. Yeah, he was, he was a comedic
0: actor right. when he yeah. started. Yeah. And it just, you know, just changed. Mm -hmm. And you never, he never went really back to it either. No, he he
2: never did. I I mean, the closest thing to, like, a real, like, comedy he went back to was That Thing You Do, but he
0: was really a supporting player in that. So... Any other thoughts, rom coms?
2: I'll just say,
1: good job, listeners. I expected those lists to be more reprehensible than they actually were. So good, you know, I'm I'm proud yeah.
3: of you, our resident grump. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I have very I have very low uh, opinions of just about everyone outside of this room.
0: Really, he has very low opinions outside of everybody but himself. That, that's but, that's but also true. That's the most <laughs> true thing. So, uh, I mean, I think we covered a good number. I think so too. Our and lists it... were very modern. For the most part, for Last sure. Years. I will.
1: I will say uh, one that came up in like every single best rom com list is uh, Roman Holiday with yep. Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, yep. R- R- um, Roman
2: Holiday is a good movie. I, it's just hard to recommend to a modern
1: viewer. Sure. So you know if there there are ones deeper back than this. Definitely, movie making has gotten better, mm-hmm. but the stories are still there.
3: These are well, the modern the think, modern
1: rom com. I
2: don't even think it's that movie making has gotten better. I think there just used to be an accepted way of speaking in movies that's no longer accepted. Yeah. And that's more evident in romantic comedies where it's almost all dialogue. Like sure. Watching a Western from the sixties is not going to be like watching a rom com from the sixties. It's going to age better.
0: Yeah. The only movie like that I would even kind of maybe classify as a rom com from that era mm-hmm. that I really like is uh, my fair lady. The I, I think that movie's funny I like the singing I think the kind of like oddball relationship right. in it it work, plays really well and I didn't really even think about it but yeah I, I think there are movies I, I think the one thing is romance was such a heavy plot line in so many of those films mm-hmm. White Christmas I think you could class as a rom-com I watch White right Christmas every year. Right. Uh, but I wouldn't relate it to this genre. I would just re- relate it to like classic films.
2: You know, I think also a lot of when you go back before like say 1989 and making this list, a lot of these lists are fucking decimated by the fact that Woody Allen decided to marry his daughter. Yeah, that's yeah. you know. Sure. That's yeah. definitely true. Sure. You got to remove it's, it's a lot. It it's hard of them. to bring in, you know, Manhattan or Annie Hall when, you know.
0: Well, that's that is really the turning point is Annie Hall. Yeah. Like 100% Annie Hall is the movie. Post that rom com was a thing, right? mm-hmm. so I think that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah, he ruined it for everyone. He <laughs> did. So I think is that it. We I we're think good? we're we good. happy.
2: All right. So that that
0: has we didn't been... really come up with a definitive list, but we no, just well, about well we said a bunch of movies. Well,
1: yeah, but well, that yeah. was really my goal was, and besides, again, I still think this is just an entertaining premise.
2: I'd say what was everybody's favorite movie on the list? My favorite movie yeah. on the list.
0: Oof, I, you know. That's tough.
1: The one I'd be most eager... Oh, hang on. Of my own list or of the total list? Just of the total
0: list. Oh, fuck. That is the one. The ones we talked about? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I would say the one I think we all had the most positive opinion about, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, Yeah. I was
2: going to say, it's the dude answer, but I I think that's the one we all like the
0: most. I mean, it's the one we probably all most relate to. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
1: Though to be fair, if Harry Met Sally was on TV, I'd watch the
0: whole fucking thing. Oh, 100%. That's one of those anytime it's on TV, it's like, well,
2: there goes my fucking ass. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Especially on TV with commercials, that movie tops out at like three hours. Um, but it's fucking good
1: it is um so yeah no i i hope that if if you are a male listener out there and you have a, a down opinion on rom coms, you'll at least try one of these maybe with your lady friend or your yeah. man friend i don't care and if you're a woman you've probably watched all these and you're like yeah of course they're fucking good which you know <laughs> fair point but here we are to, to acknowledge you're right
2: man you said man friend i should have put jeffrey on this list have you guys ever seen jeffrey yeah, no it's okay it's not Tim Daly, but the other brother from Wings, you know, as a gay dude yeah. in a romantic comedy. Patrick Stewart's his older gay friend. Very good. At least it? I think it was. I was just seeing it like twenty years, but I didn't old, think older. of it to literally use that yeah. or man friend. I was like, hey Jeffrey, I think it was like mid nineties. It was like Tu Wong Fu era. It was like the first movies to just really go whole hog into <laughs> we're gonna do leads in that market
0: you know, so kissing Jessica Stein is another one that I didn't remember earlier, but now that we're talking about homosexual care right. that came to mind. And I really like that movie. That I, movie is funny. I
1: was just about to ask, cause I wasn't sure if that was a thing that existed. And as I was doing the list, like it seems like it should be, Right. But I, 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 Good to know that those movies exist out I there. Mean, I didn't even thing, know about the them. the
0: funny thing about it is, like, both of those movies are, at l- like, at least 20 years old. Right. I mean, Kissing Jessica Stein" may not be that old, but it's at least, like, 2002. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, th- there was uh, the acknowledgement there was a market for it. Right, right. And then it kind of went away. Like, Yeah, yeah
1: which is weird, because 2002 was still not a great time to be a gay person. No.
0: Right. I think they're out there, but maybe, again, maybe it's because the genre as a whole is dying in the theater yeah so you see these things on like streaming services or it seems like the market on gay rom-coms was very popular for tv series uh you had was it looking on hbo Mm -hmm. the l word i'm sure there are more that i I can't think of but yeah it is interesting you know there's not more of it
1: yeah well anyway that's (laughs) (laughs) rom-coms
0: that's the sign off of every episode <laughs> that's <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> and that's the deal
1: uh, so that's it for that what have we been watching guys
0: I watched Chernobyl has
3: anyone else seen Chernobyl
0: fucking love Chernobyl Jeez. I've been waiting for one of you to watch it so we can talk yeah. about it no, I, need to I thought it was
3: it. good I watched Chernobyl it's, it's five episodes it's got a how lot how quickly did you watch it like two nights so I Dude, watched it that's heavy. Yeah, yeah, it's heavy. I
0: don't know how you push through it in yeah. two days. Yeah,
3: it's in, like, two nights. Yeah, I watched, like, three and then two. And that fourth episode is, like, really heavy. Uh, that was the one where, like, they're, like... Is the
0: third one the one where she's in the hospital, or is that the fourth
3: one? I think that's the fourth one, where, oh, like, she loses the baby. God, that one is hard to watch. Yes, it's, it's really good. It's really well done. Um, I did not know that story at all. I didn't know how close, like, God, the world almost ended. Um, I definitely recommend. It. It's got a lot of people from Game of Thrones in there. It's um, a lot of British people. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people from Mad Men. Uh, Jared Harris, who he's Moriarty. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He stars in Mad Men. He's good in it. Um, the guy from Thor is great. He's yeah. the best part of it. Stellan Stellan oh, Skarsgård. Skarsgård. Yeah, he he he's awesome in it. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's it's nuts, especially it, the first three.
0: The what I would really say about Chernobyl is Chernobyl is not only like the best because it is historical fiction, like. Um, they combine some people and some things yeah, yeah, are yeah, changed yep. to make it like more of a narrative. But it's the best like history show on TV. It's the best horror show on TV. Because those first three episodes yeah. are fucking scary. Yeah, it's nuts. It's the best drama on TV. Like, it's all these different genres wrapped up into one show. And it's just great at all of them. Yeah. It is so good. It's going to win a lot of awards for like Emmys. If, so. if it wasn't so heavy, I would have probably already watched it three more times.
2: Wasn't there someone surprising behind it, someone who's not known for quality?
0: I don't know about that. I didn't I recognize the that. people behind uh, it. Yeah, you know? I mean I know. feel like
2: there's some story about that, but I can't remember what it is, so I don't know. I know they go
0: at great lengths to be as true to like the Soviet Union in the 1980s, right. but you know, I was fairly familiar with Chernobyl, like some of the things I didn't realize were like how long it took for someone to be like, yo, this is really dangerous. Yeah, 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 And some of the just absolutely crazy things they did to try to fix it. But yeah, I, I'm glad someone else watched it and yeah, I no, like, talk to you about
3: it. Yes, it's, it's the, first few, right? the first few episodes, like some of the stuff that happens is like insane.
0: Well, in every episode, there's like one thing that you're like, oh gosh, yeah. That ep- I'm, per- I think it's the third one with the baby. And yeah. uh, she's at the hospital. And the that's... one that
3: got me is like when they were putting down the dogs. Yeah, that's the so,
2: that's a scene I haven't watched yet, but that's a scene I always
0: hear about from people.
3: Yes, that's the one. That that's like the most uncomfortable mm-hmm. scene. Like there is there's basically
0: a bit in the the first three episodes. Everyone, so like the first one is like people standing on a bridge with like particulate just shooting in the mm-hmm. atmosphere. And the rumor is everyone on that bridge died. Yep, yep. Bridge uh, of death. The in the second one, it's the dogs and the um, divers who. Also, th- they thought had died. And then the third one, it's like, you know, in the hospital. Like, everyone. Well, the minors, too. Like, the stuff. Going- uh, and you
3: had the minors. Yeah, like, it, it gets Ugh. nuts. Like, just what they had to do, like, the oh shit factor and like how they didn't know if there there was no solution for a bit and it could have gotten really, really bad. As soon as it was over, I got on Amazon and was like, I'm going to order me a book about Chernobyl. I yeah. need to read about it. Um, and then the other thing I watch is another mini series on Showtime. I got a week free trial from Amazon. Good for you. Is Escape at DeNorma. I think I'm pronouncing that right.
2: Oh yeah. The prison break. Yeah. Thing. And it's, it's a tr- got uh, Benicio in it. Yeah, yeah. So
3: Benicio Del Toro, Paul Dano, and Patricia Arquette. And huh. directed, it's an eclectic cast. Directed by Ben Stiller. Yeah. And Wait, is this a
1: recent story? Yeah, so yes. Yes, I know exactly what this is. Yeah, so it's
3: two prisoners who were like fucking this old prison seamstress lady. And they worked her. And they got her to help bring them in like tools and stuff to escape. And she, they were all going to go to like Mexico. And basically it's about her, her husband. Like it's a nuts fucking story. I and, hear like, Patricia ben Arquette's really good at it. Oh, it's she's it's, it's also stuff is going to get nominated for an Emmy. Yeah. And, um,. Then she has coal and then they have to go basically you know, that's in New York, upstate New York. So then they like hide out in the mountains. Benicio Del is playing this like alcoholic guy who's like really smart and he's like the O. G. like lifer. And Paul Dano's like this guy who's really good with his hands, like really, really smart guy. Just like This is made... a true story. Yeah, yeah. And it it's just happened story. like two years ago. Like so basically, you know, and it's about them getting out and kind of them trying to escape to Canada and it, it's Real good. If you have Amazon Prime, you can get a week of Showtime for free. I'd highly recommend it. It's cool. eight episodes. Cool. And uh, yeah, Patricia Arquette gained like 20 pounds, put on some fake teeth. She looks good in it. Right. <laughs> uh, that's it, though. That's all I watched. Uh, I rewatched Spider Man Homecoming because Spider Man Prom's
0: coming out soon. <laughs> yeah. yep. I fucking love that movie. It's great. I need to watch uh, that again. I, 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 I just, everyone is like so well cast. I don't know, it's just a lot of fun. I really, I just really enjoy that movie. Way better on Transformers. I've been churning out The Office still. Uh, I watched Murder Mystery. Yeah, Uh, the Adam Adam Sandler Sandler (laughs) Netflix vehicle Um, I'm going to say Better Than Transformers that's the first one of those for a while that I saw and I was like I may want to watch that Uh, it's the best uh, Adam Sandler movie I've seen in quite a while I mean look it's not great or groundbreaking but it never takes itself seriously um, which may be a detriment to some people like if if you were in in this situation and all these people were dying around you you'd probably be more freaked out than Jennifer Aniston and and Adam Sandler Mm -hmm. are um, it's kind of got a cool little like nod twist for the ending that I think they could do a fun sequel. I don't know that they will, but I don't know. I dig it. Uh, I, 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 you know, if you're at home on a Friday night and you got nothing better to do, watch an Anastasia movie. It's fine. This is a uh, kind of a critical role kick. I, uh, the critical role v- re- went back and did a one shot where they visit, revisit their campaign one characters. It was a lot of fun. I really liked it. I like those characters a lot. Uh, I can't wait for that TV show to come out next year. It's going to be fun. The other thing I watched was Toy Story 4. Oh, yeah. I watched that, too. And I really liked it. It's probably the funniest Toy Story movie, I think. Yeah, no.
3: It's, it's my favorite one
0: besides one. It's uh, really good. Oh,
3: your favorite besides
0: one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one thing I, I was real apprehensive about it because I thought Toy Story 3 was such a great ending for mm-hmm. the Toy Story franchise... Yep. And that is still a great ending for Toy Story. Yep. This is Woody's ending. Yeah, it's like an epilogue. This is
3: all about Woody. Yes. Like, the, the other ones are not even in the movie at all, hmm. essentially. It's more about the new cast. Yeah, no, this is totally like, Woody and Andy's story ended in three. This is totally Woody's final, final. Yeah,
0: so, I mean, that's a good way to put it. Like, if you really think about Andy's story or Woody's story, it should have, they probably should have ended together. So if there's one mistake in Toy Story 3, it's that woody goes on to be bonnie's toy Yep. so this is a good way of like addressing that kind of mistake in a way and uh and i just fucking love annie Potts. like every i'm a huge ghostbusters fan my mom watched a shit ton of designing women when i was a kid like i have seen annie Potts for hundreds of hours i'm glad they brought bo peep back she's a national treasure I'm yeah no she and she's like
3: the co-star, I'd say. Yeah. I don't know. It's just really good. The villain's really good. Like it's nuanced. Well, in the in it's the Christina yeah, it's Christina Hendricks. Good. It's it, nuance is a great way to put yeah. it. Yeah, because the villain in two and three
0: is essentially the same character. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah, exactly. Mm. And this, this is a different. really good difference. Keanu Reeves oh, has some of the best lines in the movie. He stole the movie. Yeah. Yes, sweet, Canada. He's like, I
3: can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this with my eyes closed. Like his delivery <laughs> is so good. He's yeah. playing this guy named Duke Kaboom. He's like a Canadian evil, can evil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah I, I really thought that the animation was out of this world. You don't think it can get better, but like the Gabby Gabby's hair, and then like Annie, you know, Bo Peep's porcelain skin. versus... The opening scene in the rain, man. I know it's they've really got it on another level now. Unbelievable. That, that cat looks so real. Um, the last shot in
0: the um, in the carnival, like the you know carnival lights, kind of have like a yellow hue, and the way you see that. You know, that kind of tint on everything. I mean, just, it's incredible.
3: Key and Peel are great. Um, they're better than I thought they were going to be in that movie. Yeah, no, it's it's really, really funny. You're right. I thought it was, yeah, I think it's it's my second favorite one besides one. You know what really got me was the
0: um, the bit they show in the trailer with them, like, jumping on the old lady. The fact that they'd go to that joke, like, just repeatedly. <laughs> yeah. At first, I was, you know, once is funny. Blush, Yeah, and then two. <laughs> the second time, you're like, I can't believe they're doing it. And then the third time, it becomes funny again. Yep. Like,
3: yeah, it's good. Yeah no I I was pleasantly surprised I'd highly recommend it. Yep.
2: right on. Uh I finished my big huge rewatch of Deadwood and watching the Deadwood movie. As far as the series goes, uh you know, uh i loved it when it came out. And, but I hadn't really watched it since then, so there was things I remembered, things I didn't, things that were out of order as I remembered it and stuff like that. You know, spoilers for a 13-year-old series. I did not remember that Ellsworth died at all, so when that <laughs> happened, I was like, oh, shit! Yeah. Even though I remembered the fallout from it, I didn't remember what had caused the fallout. Uh, going into this, I probably would have said my favorite episode would, had been the... Uh, the swidge and cocksucker episode the one where al has to deal with woo's problems yeah uh watching it again my favorite episode is totally the dan and captain turner street fight yep that's the that one. episode is so fucking yep. good and then it has that shit with hostedler at the end uh you know i said this would be the second time i've said this in the podcast representation matters and uh when I blow my brains out, it's not gonna be through sadness. I know it's just gonna be because somebody's not fucking listening to me and I can't take it anymore. So when that happened, and like, again, I'd forgot it happened, and I wasn't as much of that person when I'd watched it before, that shit brought me to tears. It fucked me up. Yeah. Um, also, I think they should take back everything every fucking Emmy and Oscar anybody's ever got and give them all to William Sanderson as fucking E.B. Farnham.
3: He is the best character
2: ever. What's great about him is in scenes with murderers and rapists and racists, he always finds a way to be the worst fucking guy. Like, he's just so committed to it. It had to be the most fun role. So, uh, on to the movie. Uh, I fucking loved the movie. There was, uh, there's things about it that felt really compressed and like it could have used some room to breathe. But I know,, um, you know, like like last night after watching it, I like I, my my first thought was like, man, Al didn't really affect anything. That was kind of a bummer. But I watched it again this morning, and I kind of think that was the whole point. Like, you know, Al had spent all this time, Putting these things in place and doing anything right or wrong to make this, uh, you know, this like camp work. And the end, in they're like, fine, you know, and they're like, big moment. It's all able to take place from shit that Al put in place. Mm-hmm. Like all of his players make it happen. Mm-hmm. I actually, I know it wasn't the intended ending, but I love the ending to the series. I thought it was a very, you know. They had set up civilization, but you find when you set up civilization, there's still going to be horrible fucking things you had to deal with. Okay. And at the last scene with Al scrubbing the floor and saying he wants me to tell him something pretty, that's just a, that's maybe the best last scene of any series ever. So I was hesitant. I wanted to see these people again, but I was worried they would fuck up that ending, and they really didn't. It was.
3: It do, you think was he, gr- do you think he? Do you want me? Are you guys going to watch this? You can say whatever you say. Do you think he he dies at the end? Because there's, there's, like, it doesn't really say, you know I, I think
2: I, I think we're supposed to have the impression, but we make up our own minds. The same thing with whether or not Hearst stays in jail. Yes. Yeah, because pa- obviously they're not following history, because, you know, Charlie Eddie really didn't die in death Yeah. As a matter of fact, he went to Panama after that, and there's no record of where he died. So, um... Uh, yeah, so- my,
3: my thing was, like, because they were planting the telephone poles, that's the whole reason he wanted Charlie's land, was, right. like, look, time's... No matter right. how strong Al was, like he right. couldn't stop the future, and right. like it kind of just broke him down. You know what I mean? But I felt like everybody.
2: I, I also another complaint: there wasn't nearly enough E.B. See, Al and, I
3: didn't think there was. A, what I thought really, like, why did you even bring back the sheriff and his his girl? It just I don't. I didn't get why that was even in there. Why they brought back Miss Gerhart? I know she had I, to buy the land. And she was kind of like right. she's kind of well, like I mean, the MacGuffin. Only see, you know what I mean?
2: I kind of feel like though. Almost everybody got their moment of doing the thing they needed to do. She needed some sort of comeuppance for having to sell her land to uh, to Hersh. her. So blocking them on that was her moment. Yeah. Also, I, I read that. somewhere the reason she was in it very little is because she was filming the second season of Lost in Space at the same time, uh, so she was flying back and
3: forth. Because that was the thing, like her and um I, Timothy Olyphant, yeah. like and Anna Gunn, like right. all that just felt very like. They touched on it, but they it was almost there was no reason for it. It
2: definitely, the story was Bullock versus Hurst. Everybody yep. else was just a side player. Yep. You know, um, but. Um, Hurst is great as a Hurst, He's so fucking dislikable.
3: And, <laughs> like, and Bullock really played it well. It's like you could tell he kind of mellowed a little bit. It was
2: great because everybody changed, but was the same. And yep. it was perfect. And they, they did a good job of. Changing the look of the series, it looked less like there was doo doo everywhere, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I loved it. I I I've I watched it twice and I'll probably watch it a third time. Yeah. Uh, also, this week I uh, in comics I read Superman Year One. Oh, man. Okay, I I feel like I I talked a long time about Deadwood, but I really need to say where I'm coming from on this. In 86, when DC (laughs) really started doing this thing where, hey, we'll do a new origin for our characters, Mm -hmm. and we'll package it in a book, and we can get it in bookstores, and that kind of became a thing they would do every few years. You know, in that time frame of then to now, Batman's had three origins. Superman's had seven. So we really didn't need another Superman origin. So part of me wasn't excited about it. But then the reason that we've only had three Batman is because that first one in 86 was so fucking good. Batman Year One, written by Frank Frank Miller. Miller. So Frank Miller writing this, even though... He's been kind of shitty for, I don't know, the last 20 20 years. years. (laughs) Uh, It kind of made me think, man, maybe this is where he gets his mojo back. And he was doing it with John Romita Jr., who he did a retelling of Daredevil's origin with. uh, And that also, you know, was really good. So I was really excited about it. And man, it's... First of all, right off the bat, one of the big problems is it's called Superman Year One. And just the first issue takes place over 18 years. That's a bad title. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like like Batman year one took place over a year, but it's, I, I don't know. I think he's trying to sell it to the kids. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the whole issue is basically Clark Kent dealing with bullies and it's just, the dialogue's not good. The art's good, but it just, it was a thing when I was done reading it, I was like, I don't know what the point of this thing I just read was. And I definitely don't know why I needed it when I already have seven other Superman
0: origins on yeah. my bookshelf. I can't do J. Jr. Junior, man. He he has like his blocky fingers mm-hmm. and his like arm links are always funky he, and he. That was another thing. His I
2: proportions w- are off. I was hoping he would get his mojo back with this too. He's yeah. definitely J- John Romita Jr. Of the last you know ten to fifteen years have done that. He just he he's like oh I'm the guy who can crank them out and he does just crank them out yeah. but they don't look great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Worse Than trans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was actually just a real bummer.
0: Yeah, I'm glad someone actually read it.
2: So we don't have
1: to. Right. Um, I also started the, uh, kind of at Christian's recommendation, The Chef Show, which yeah. is uh, John Favreau's spinoff with uh, the consulting chef mm-hmm. from the movie Chef. It's really fun. It, it's like super unstructured, but it's just people who love food making delicious it's kind of its looking charm. food. Yeah, that is yeah. kind of its charm. Uh, but you know it's a, it's a short season but we're like four episodes in it's a fun time i quite enjoy it yep. i'm still looking for my next anime and i'm not sure that i found it i tried i tried to get back on board with code gauss which is you know it's, it's a popular one it's another one animation style i like because it is weird dimensions of people yep. they're all crazy like lanky weird
0: monsters but I, I kind of dig it. I heard that one's going away soon. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, I should I probably, probably be watch it wrong, faster. But I feel like the streaming rates are going away it's, in July. It's a,
1: it's a weird concept. It's definitely like it's got some kind of Gundam mechie yep. geopolitics things to it, but it's also got like this Death Note superpower tactician thing to it where he can like control people, but there are like rules to how he can control people. Anyway, I'm not sure about it yet. There's a lot going on. You
0: know, Evangelion. Just came on Netflix, and
1: that was my other one that I did. Ju- you start? I it? started the first episode of Neon Genesis. Uh, Eva, is it Evangelion? Evangelion. Whatever. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's it's a seminal anime from yeah, it's the like mid nineties. Granddaddy of them all. Yeah. Uh, also, it's it's one of those weird shows where the style that they're going for in the animation is awesome, but the actual animation is not great. If that makes any right. sense, it'd be like watching a really amazing art on a really grainy television. Right.
0: Yeah, but well, It's 30 years old now.
1: Yeah, I mean there's yeah. fucking Ghost in the Shell still looks amazing. That's fair.
0: Akira <laughs> still looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, he hates the art in Akira. I really? do. Yeah, I fucking love the art in Akira. <laughs> but
1: uh, yeah, I, I will say just having only watched one episode of that and like three episodes of Code Gals, Evangelion's caught my attention quicker, so I'm probably going to go back to that and see how it goes, but I'm still just looking for something to be into.
0: I've heard that the best way to watch it is, because I've been I want to watch it. I want to start it, yeah. but I've been like reading up on it. Yeah, uh, is to pace yourself with it. That Interesting, it's like really heavy. And Interesting. So it's yeah. best to kind of like just take they, it they at get the pace. a
1: lot out of the way in the first episode. I yeah. was really impressed at the pace. So uh, both of them, I think, are, are probably better than Transformers. Just I think the Evangelions got a bit more of a hook. Yeah, off the bat. But that's all I've been watching.
0: Cool. Yeah. That it sounds
3: good.
1: All right. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed our, our macho man's guide to rom coms and a lot of things that we've been watching with a lot of feelings. This seems like it was almost another episode.
2: <laughs> uh, I talked a long time about <laughs> this, but I apologize.
1: Yeah, oh actually well we, we may or may not be here next week. Uh, we'll we'll let you know, but we will be back soon with with more movies and more opinions and more better or worse Probably than Transformers.
3: Spider-Man Homecoming. Is I that, mean, is that like, it's two weeks, out. it'll be out. And
1: yeah. So yeah, it, probably yeah. Spider-Man Home, uh, yeah, Spider-Man from Prom, from Spider-Man Prom, is is going to be our next one, probably. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Please like and subscribe and tell all your friends. If you want to reach us, get in touch with us, tell us your other favorite rom-coms. It's a good list so far. Uh, you can reach us at realphonies at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Real Phonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for and Brian Valeska for our theme. We'll see you
0: guys later. later.